Hello, this is Chuck Solomon, and welcome to the Candidate Experience Podcast, where we focus on the job candidate journey from apply to onboard and the space in between. Let's get started. care about the candidate experience, but have you ever wondered exactly how to bring your company to that next level and offer a world-class experience to your candidates? It's not easy. Fortunately, Candidate.FYI can help. Their solution guides candidates through your hiring journey, enhancing transparency and communication at every touchpoint. You'll also gain valuable insights on what's working and what's not with your hiring process. Best of all, it integrates directly with your ATS. Head on over to candidate.fyi and see how to transform your company's candidate experience today. Welcome to the Never Met a Stranger episode where Aaron Moore Talent Acquisition and Diversity Manager at Western Specialty Contractors is my special guest. Listen in as he shares his insights on the great resignation, diversity, equity, inclusion, and tips to improve the candidate experience. If you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please subscribe and do share with others. Want to comment, discuss, or provide feedback, you can send me a note via LinkedIn or via the contact form on our site www.thecx.xyz. I thank you in advance for listening, and here's my interview. Hey, Aaron, how are you today? I'm doing well. I don't know about you, Aaron, but I'm still ha- I'm still writing 2021 on things. Is that happening to you as well? Oh, I've already done it twice today. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I had a uh I had an appointment before I came into the office and you know, you put the time of arrival and uh, and the date and sure enough, was, I scratched out the twenty one or I scratched out the one and put it to so yeah, you know, it'll take I don't know, I'll probably do that eight more times before <laughs> I finally get it. <laughs> You're all good. You're all good there. So I'm glad um I'm glad I'm not the only one. So um, before we get started, um, can you please tell listeners a little bit about yourself, uh, your company, sort of your role with the company you work for right now? Sure, sure, sure. Uh, so I work for uh, Western Specialty Contractors. Um, we are a nationwide uh, construction company, really is what it is. Uh, we, we actually fall in the category, the niche category of what's called specialty, specialty contracting in a nutshell, we do the we protect, maintain, retain uh, the integrity and the maintenance of buildings, and we specialize in concrete masonry, um, concrete masonry masonry restoration, um, sure. as well as waterproofing and roofing. So um, we're the largest in the nation. We have uh, 33, 33 branches uh, from east to west, north to south, and the Midwest. So we pretty much have a presence everywhere, and I have the privilege of being the manager of talent acquisition and diversity here um, at the organization. So um, it's a pretty cool, pretty cool outfit, and um, I'm blessed to be here. 
Awesome. And how, how long have you been with Western? I've been with Western, it feels like about 10 years. Um, but in all actuality, it's only been about three years. <laughs> <laughs> Time just, you get, you get ingrained over here and you look up and it's like, man, I haven't even crossed five years yet, but it's, it's a good, it's a, it's a good feeling though. You know, right. Because, yeah. um, it's a, it's a big organization, but Everyone knows everyone, so you feel like you've been here longer than you really have. Gotcha. I I can totally relate. Uh, I just hit my one year anniversary with a company I work with um, in November, and like you know, it you know, like time flew by, and then I looked up. I'm like. It's November, my one year anniversary. <laughs> so n- now I'm like one year and you know a month and a half already. You know, past that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess I guess um, you know to say you know time flies when you're busy and having fun, and hopefully you're you're busy and having fun um, with what you do. Absolutely, and, yeah. and there's a lot to be said for that. Um, I, I see. I know. You're on LinkedIn as well, and you know you see a lot of people. You hear a lot of people that um, you know aren't happy with what they're doing. There's yeah. a great resignation that's going on. So I feel very fortunate to be in a place that um, I love being. Yeah, I, um, I, you know, I know. I'm not sure. There is someone that coined that term, the Great Resignation. I like to think about it as the Great Re Reevaluation, and I think um, there you go. Yeah, I think, but I think that's good. Like, I think it's oh, yeah. good for people to reevaluate what they're doing, their career goals and objectives. Are they meeting it? Are they not meeting it? Um, and then, you know, then take some action. Um, so I think, sure. you know, I think a lot of that, you know, could be good. Um, and then, you know, there's something, there's something to be said for companies that are able to retain their, their folks. Um, Absolutely. You know, um, so, um, yeah, I, I do think that it, it is a, it is, is a good thing overall, uh, and for internal companies to really actually look at what are we doing and then talk to people like ask, how are things going? <laughs> like that's, that's something I think all managers need to be doing that I don't think they're doing because if you're, um, if you're asking people about and get, getting their active feedback, you know, it is work after all, but you know, people should be enjoying it, I think. So, um, and if, if they, the way I look at it is if, if you can't leave a four or five star rating for your employer on the employer review sites, then really you should be reevaluating things. And then going in and having a conversation about that, if, if people are not aware of the problem, they can't fix it. So um, 100% man. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're hitting the nail on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you're agreeing with me. So, but yeah, you're right. So, tell me, like, what led you to working in the in sort of the talent and people space? It's a it is a long story, but I'm going to give you the condensed version. Of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've I've always been a people person. Uh, my mother's told me you've never met a stranger and that's just been from birth. Yep. Right. So um, I've always worked in people interacting uh, customer facing type jobs. Uh, um, kind of like most recruiters, 
they said they fell into this space. They didn't really go looking for it. Uh, I was working. Uh, I was, you know, managing a retail store. Things were cool. A uh, buddy of mine uh, had gone over to watch a sporting event with him, and he just asked me, you know, kind of what I was doing, and, and he's like, are you good there? And I was like, oh, you know, of course, paying the bills. But you just try recruiting. And I was like, I, you know, I, I, dude, I'm not joining the military. That's not my <laughs> thing. Because I don't know, like, like people recruiting, and I had never even heard of this world. Right. Long and the short, he said, well, how about this? Um, if you got some time next week, come by my office, talk to me. And um, one thing led to another. I went, talked to him, talked to a few of his um, his um, bosses, and I got plopped into uh, recruiting. And it was something that I never knew that I wanted to do. And so um, it was almost by accident and just kind of trusting a friend. You know? Right. Um, he said, I think you'd be really good in this space. Uh, you have a knack for just kind of understanding people, listening to them, and you care about them. So this may be a career that you want to look into. And uh, I guess, what, seven, eight years later now, I am here. And, uh, yeah, I, I love it. Awesome. You know, um, I have a very similar story. <laughs> uh, you know, if you ask that same, if you ask me that same question, very similar. It was, it was a friend who said, Hey, you should whatever. And I ended up talking and then, you know, I started on a team like with no recruiting experience whatsoever. And I thank my former, like man, the two managers I had for a, for hiring or believing in me, but also in having a really great training program. Like they, Oh yeah. Yeah. They, which a lot of, a lot of places don't, believe in but they they really believed in it like you have a really solid training people you take people with good you know good attitudes some aptitude that are coachable trainable and you know and i think they did a great job of that so i'm biased though um, but i'll admit my bias so um (laughs) yeah i ask that very same question to you know most people that i interview for this podcast and you know i get very divergent uh, answers. Um, really, like, there's there. I think I can count one, maybe two, of, and I'm approaching. I think forty guests um, already that I've interviewed that have said that they actually planned on it. That it wasn't something that they discovered, but they had planned. Oh on wow! It. So yeah, so why? Oh, why? Yeah, if you go back and listen to former episodes, it's 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 very. I think I think stories and people's sort of self biography or work biography is I think it's fascinating. So that's why I ask the question. So um, sure. uh, everyone ha- everyone comes to this with their own stories and their uni- unique experiences, and I think I think those are interesting. So moving on, I w- I would love to because recruiting is in talent acquisition is part of your job and and DE and I is also, I think, part of your job as well. So I'd love to get into sort of the more of that. Now, can you like talk about a challenge that either your current company or former company had with sort of some aspect of uh, the candidate experience or DE&I? And, and can you talk about that? Yeah, um, if you don't mind, I, and, and I won't prolong, but I can kind of touch on both. Um, okay. I, I think, um, 
you know, in terms of Canada experience, uh, you know, what, when I, when I got here, um, I, I was finding out that there was really a lack of, uh, communication that mm-hmm. was going on, uh, with the candidates, you know, and, and let me just back up a little bit, Chuck, like I have always been of the thought process, um, you know, when I got into recruiting and I did this, even when I was working in the agency side, I was very thorough. I, I made sure that I communicated. I, um, set aside, I made sure they understood the job, made sure they understood who they were going to be working for, what the company background was. I just I went through all these different things. And then I would say over the last maybe two to three years, I started hearing this candidate experience phrase being thrown around. And I'm like, so I actually, you know, I started talking to some people and I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, you know, just, you know, I make sure you have good communication with candidates, you know, give them good feedback. And I'm like, oh, that's just kind of what I've always done. You know, I didn't right. necessarily know it was called, <laughs> oh, right. there's a title for it. Uh, okay. Um, common decency and making sure that people are, uh, you know, uh, understanding your process. So, you know, what, <clears throat> what I was finding out is there was lack of communication. So Chuck, I didn't really implement, I didn't have to put anything together uh, for um, improving the candidate experience here. I just, came in and started doing what I already um, had done. So that was a, a big issue we were getting. Uh, you know, I had seen it in some of the notes. I even found out uh, by reaching out to a couple of candidates on some jobs. And I said, well, uh, yeah, are you going to get back to me this time? Or, you know, I mean, what, am, am I taking 18 assessments or, you know, all these different things. So, you know, I have a pre-call. I have a pre-interview call. With anybody that I'm going to, that I want to phone screen, that mm-hmm. pre-interview call is literally to spell out from beginning to end what our process looks like. So before Chuck, you and I even interview, I'm on the phone with you, you know, saying, hey, Chuck, there's about four steps in our interview process. This is the first step, X, Y, Z. This is the second step. It's going to be you and me. We're going to get a little bit more thorough into your interview process. Then I'm going to set you up to have something in person with the hiring team. And then from there, I, I ask you to give me no more than a week and a half to get back to you in terms of um, uh, if we're going to be setting up an offer or whatever the case. So my timelines are spelled out. And the most important thing is sticking to those timelines. And if you can't, if you know you're going to miss it or, or be close to it, reach out to them in advance and say, hey, listen, I know I told you a week, Chuck, Give me an extra couple of days. We ran into this this person. You know, I, I don't know. They're they're sick or they they got they got tied up with some other projects. You know, whatever. I have never once had a candidate be absolutely you know just livid because I I communicated with them because maybe either we have to veer from the timeline or things have changed. You know, so I think that um, well, I should say I've never had anyone be be livid. They've they may have been like, oh, well, I really kind of wanted to know there's this other job that I'm, you know, kind of waiting on for. So, you know, uh, so I'm not, I'm not, it's not, um, I'm not saying it's unrealistic, but it's, um, I would say it's always appreciated is what right. I, is what I can, what I can say. Um, and so, you know, my, me and my team here, we just make sure that um, that communication stays up front, you know, in terms of the, the DEI space, you know, specifically in construction, 
coming in. I'd never, I'd never held a DEI title before, but <clears throat> you know, construction historically, especially in the U.S., is a um, it's predominantly male run. It's run, it's run by uh, men because it's such an old, it's such a dinosaur of an industry, right? Right. Um, it's run by typically older white males. What our board and our CEO wanted to do was, you know, our, our company has been in business for about a hundred, over 105 years now. And it's, it's a privately held company It's run by the Bishop family. And, you know, the CEO, um, Ben Bishop, he came to me and he said, you know, Aaron, I want this going on a hundred years after I'm gone. And I know times have changed and they're continually changing. And I want to just make sure that Western is changing with them. And I will be the first to say, I'm not the foremost expert on all this stuff. So I need people you know, around me and, and uh, that are in the know that can continue to make, keep Western on the, the cutting edge um, as, it pertain, as it pertains to hiring and finding the best diverse group of individuals to make this company what it can be. Um, you know, so we've put an emphasis <clears throat> um, on elevating um, our uh, women in the organization uh, not just hiring them, but putting them in positions of management, right? Actually giving them um, influential positions. Mm-hmm. Doing a lot more of our focusing on our people of color, trying to get them into positions of project management. Again, more prominent positions. Um, I, I will tell you that I believe that our workers in the field are the whole thing, the engine that keeps this thing going. Us suits in the office here, um, mm-hmm. we don't wear suits, but you know, I right. call us our suits here in the office. Um, you know, we may get the job, but those, those individuals in the field, they're the ones that really get it done. And, and there's a lot of diversity in the field, uh, but we can even do more, you know, and it's, it's not just with race and, and sex and anything like that, but it's also with age. You know, I want to I want to push into um, even in disability. Right. You know, I'm looking to really expand on any and everything we can because there are groups of people that are unrepresented and underrepresented in organizations. And I feel like when you bring everyone to the table and you give them the opportunity to um, contribute to making your organization the best that it can be, I think that's always going to be a winning product. So um, that was a little long-winded, but those are some of the kind of things that we face and how we've kind of, how we've overcome some of them and, can, can, and making strides to continue to be better than others. Right. Good stuff there. I, I think, um, Aaron, you were doing candidate experience before. <laughs> before there was the term so good for you um but what but you really eloquently said was really you know um good communications being transparent by outlining the steps in the process um and then timeliness i think was the other thing that you oh yeah you know you you it, your your words. I'm just parroting your words, <laughs> which I think yeah. are good oh, words yeah. there. But that Absolutely. that that does explain, you know, good candidate experience. And you know, after all, you know, people that have good candidate experiences, I think, tend to have good employee experiences, which is really, you know, really what it's at the end of the day what it's all about. Because if people are having good employee experiences, that 
uh, you know, that results in better retention rates. It results in better, you know, employer, you know, people are happy and they're being retained. They're going to tell other people. So you get better referrals and both of those yes. things. Yes. Yeah. You know, those both tie into impacting your recruiting. So like if people yeah, are re- directly connected. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there is a, a you know, business case for this as well. So thanks for pointing those things out. The other thing that I touch on when, when you mentioned your, you know, it seems like you have very enlightened leadership, which is great. So um, that your leader said, I want, I want, uh, you know, DEI to be, uh, you know, around a hundred years after he's gone. So um, I think, I think that's, that's great. And then, and also very, I'm not sure the word I'm looking for, but very, I'll go back to enlightened, like your leader going to coming to you and saying, I don't know much about this. <laughs> so he's relying yeah. on you, his staff person to sort of help, um, you know, help push that forward. So, you know, good for him because, you know, like what, with most organizations, if you don't have buy-in from leadership, you you know, Usually things don't happen. So seems like things are happening for you guys. Oh yeah, big time. The board, the board was behind it, and you know it's it has to happen from the top down. So you know when the board began to say, you know, hey, this is something we need to look into this, and this is where we're at in 2022, and organizations are making this um, a very important thing. So. Um, like I said, the board and then the CEO, they, they said, this is what, um, this is the direction that we need to go. And we're, and, and I'll be, I'll admit, we've never had this before, you know, so sure. implementing it, you know, we're trying to, we're, we're coming in and we're uh, doing it the best way that we know how. And, um, you know, it, it, it'll, everything will take, everything takes time. Yep. You know, we want to make sure that we are, not being dismissive of anyone's um, of, of who they are or their experiences, and you know, so we'll we'll grow together. Um, so yeah, I like how, I like how you said that we'll grow to grit together. Do you have or does a company have you know any initiatives like that are DE and I related? You know, coming up this new year. Um, I, I think it's just going to be more diversifying our recruiting uh, our, our recruiting pools. Mm-hmm. is going to be uh, really big um, putting uh, we want to put together an employer resource group um, mm-hmm. uh, as well um, again we we have uh, there's about 15 1600 people in the organization about two uh, say roughly about 300 people 300 of those are what we consider our um, our business portion of the, of the organization, mm-hmm. our project managers and, and whatnot. And so, um, you know, that's where we're really just, you know, wanting to put together uh, those, that group of people that would want to be a part of something like that. And then I am working with outside organization, third party uh, to help us with diversifying our pools. I don't even, you know, I just learned maybe right before, um, uh, the holiday break, uh, we uh, I was doing some recruiting up in uh, Minneapolis, our location mm-hmm. up there, and had no idea of um, a couple of schools that had some diverse candidates in there. Uh, so that's going to be one of my targets 
for, um, you know, doing a lot of our college recruiting because that's the, our lifeblood does come from our uh, college and uh, university recruiting uh, that come in, you know, upon grad- college graduation, they move into um, our full project manager positions at that point. So we do a lot of heavy recruiting at the college level um, sure. as well. So, so yeah, you know, we're always learning. And, and I think networking with those organizations, that that is their 100% focus. That is the purpose of their organization. That helps us using them as resources as well. So that's, those, I would say those are the two biggest initiatives um, this year. Great to hear. Great to hear, you know, because talking about things is one thing, but taking action like you're, you're doing is totally different. So um glad to see that y'all are taking action that way. If you were to give, you know, a tip to, you know, our, our, our listeners on sort of one simple thing that a company could do to either improve the improve candidate experience or DEI or a combination of the two. Do you have any like one tip? Yeah. If I, if I had to only give one, only one, <laughs> I would say uh, over communicate. Over communicate. It may to the point to where it, it may, it may even feel like, Oh my goodness. Am I annoying the candidate with how much I am? communicating with them in terms of whether it be through follow-ups. Uh, we do everything over here. We we call, we email, we text. I'm sure a lot of people do all of those avenues of communication. We ask the candidate, hey, listen, we're excited to, you know, for you, that you've chosen us to go through our interview process. What's the what's your most preferred form, form of communication? What would be the easiest way to get in contact with you? Text? Cool. So we talk to them by text. If we need to get them on the phone, I'll still text them first and say, hey, can you steal away for five minutes? You know, so it it's being accommodating and just over communicating because at the end of the day, they'll never be able to say, well, you don't want your candidate to say, this is what I tell my team. At the end of the day, you never want your candidate to be able to say, well, I didn't know, or that was never told to me. I can promise you if a candidate ever says that here, then they're, they're probably not telling the truth <laughs> because we, <laughs> we talk, uh, we almost talk too much <laughs> over here. We, we want to make sure that they understand uh, every step along the way. And um, yeah, so that, that would, that would just be it is over communicate, over communicate, make sure they have an understanding. Yeah, no, I, a great tip. And you've probably never heard a candidate say, complain that they were over communicated. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not a problem that you ever heard. Um, I think excellent tip. And the other, I guess the other, the point I would make about it is, it, is it doesn't cost anything. Um, oftentimes I, I hear, oh, you know, I, we can't do anything. We don't have any budget. We don't, you know, it's that budget thing, but um, doesn't take uh, any budget to go ahead and over communicate. So thanks for that tip. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Chuck. I think it's, um, you know, we have a luxury. I would say, I know we're not, I think we're like a big, small organization. Um, you know, we're not like a super huge, like Google or Apple or anything like that. We have a luxury to be a little bit more flexible with our candidates. It's not like a, like a machine running through here. So we, we have flexibility, autonomy and leeway to really make sure that we're kind of given a very catered navigated experience through the process. So 
I would say to anyone, as best as you can, whatever organization you're in, big or small or mid-sized, try to lean as much into that catered experience, the tailored catered experience as you can, as your company would allow you to. Yeah, I love it. Well, Aaron, I appreciate you spending time with us today. If people wanted to get a hold of you um, after this, how, how could they? Yeah, they can find me on LinkedIn. Um, Aaron Moore, I'm with Western Specialty Contractors. Um, I'm typically semi-active. I was pretty pretty active on, on LinkedIn. I was uh, kind of semi-active towards the last half of the year last year um, just because we were swamped. Uh, but I am picking back up and you know, I typically engage with anybody and everybody. So gotcha. feel free to shoot me a connection. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll include your a link um, in the session notes here, link to your profile. And I'm a, and I'm assuming that Western's hiring right now, right? Oh my goodness! Yes, <laughs> um, I'll, we definitely I, are. <laughs> I, I will also uh, include the the Western link to the Western Career page as well, so people can look at that down below in the yeah. session notes. Um, Which coming Aaron, in 22, we're getting a new career site too. So everyone look out for that. It's going to be new and improved. People <laughs> love it. Yeah. So that's another thing you added when I said, what do you have planned? That's, an, that's the third thing I think you have. Cause oh, I, yeah. Yeah. yeah career, <laughs> career. I think career sites definitely lend to candidate experience. So that's, that's a good thing. Too, oh, yeah. so. It's going to be good. I would say at the top of the second quarter, we're thinking so. Please come by and visit. Would love to get your feedback, but we're really pumped about it. Met with some people today too. It's going to look good. Awesome, Aaron. Thanks for your time today. Thank you, Chuck. I appreciate you for having me. It's been an honor. Thanks for listening to the Candidate Experience Podcast. You can reach out to us via our website, thecx.xyz. That's t h e c x.xyz.